baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh, we got some news on the stadium, and who better to uh, talk about what that news was than Erie County Comptroller and founder of this show, Kevin Hardwick. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Kevin, so uh, we, we now, if you've been following this, this kind of seemed like it was going to happen, uh, but the September 1st deadline for the Bill Stadium lease extended 45 days. What exactly does that mean? Well, that means we have 45 more days to get our term paper in on time. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, we're starting up school all over the, over uh, Western New York, UB, Canisius, and 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 the like. And I can tell you one thing that uh, that there will be a lot of term paper assignments this year, uh, where the term papers get done right at the deadline, and oftentimes those deadlines will get uh, will get extended. And regardless of when the paper is due, that's when it'll get done. Uh, and the same thing is true of the uh, of the uh, bill's uh, lease agreement. Um, you know, there was a September 1st deadline. It's been extended 45 days. It's now the middle of October. Uh, and and I'm pretty confident things will get done. There's a lot to get done. I mean, the big, big thing everybody focuses on is the community benefits agreement. Um, but there are other things in there, uh, not the least of which is an extension of the lease at Highmark Stadium, where the Bills now play. Uh, because uh, the new stadium isn't going to be ready uh, a year from now. In fact, uh, probably you'll be lucky to break ground on the stadium a year from now. Uh, so it's uh, so we need an extension of that lease, and there are a number of other things that have to be concluded, and probably everything will get done, like I say, right at the last minute, which is okay uh, as long as they get done. So this this, quote, lease is – the lease of the new and old stadium is what we're working out the, the details yeah, well, on? Well, it's, it's certainly, that's, that's part of it. The memorandum of understanding, uh, which was agreed to by the state and the county and the bills, uh, said certain things had to be done by September 1st. There had to be, an, well, uh, there had to be the uh, community benefits agreement, an extension of the current lease, uh, construction coordinating agreement, a non-relocation agreement, you know, so the bills can't just say, well, you know, after two or three years in the new stadium, we don't like it, we're moving to some other city. Uh, there are a lot of things like that, that that need to be firmed up, and they haven't been to date. Uh, but there is progress being made. Progress has been slower than uh, we would have liked so far, and that's the reason for the extension. Uh, during that 45 days, uh, the bills cannot go to another city and say, what can you offer us? Uh, I'm not sure that they want to do that anyway, but, but they're prohibited from doing that. Uh, and at the end of the 45 days, hopefully everything is, uh, everything is wrapped up. Now, this, so we have the, the old stadium lease. Now, the new stadium lease is going to be a 30-year lease, correct? That is correct. Yeah, and, and the, but in the meantime, till the new stadium gets built, you're still going to need, you know, you're still going to need some place to play, and that some place is going to be Highmark Stadium where, where they're playing this year. Is the state involved in, in these talks, or is this strictly uh, county and bills? No, I think, I think the state is involved in every aspect of this. 
And we're also talking about some of the uh, financial improvements while this old stadium is is standing, right? Uh, I believe they have to put so much in to secure the upper deck until we are done using the stadium. Well, well, well. They're under the current lease, which is approaching ten years old and and going to expire next year. There were uh, requirements for the county to put in capital improvements every year. Uh, now, um, the uh, one you know once that lease expires, there's there's you know there's nothing in place so i'm sure that will be part of the the lease extension for the highmark stadium i was going to say because i was at the stadium last week kevin and uh it could use a little upkeep while we are still using it yeah certainly but you don't want to you don't want to put too much in there obviously because you know the the new stadium is going to take over and you don't want to want to want to use money there that you could use elsewhere there are other needs in the county too obviously yeah it's like my car I don't, you know, I want it to run, but I just need it to get me to the new one. Yes, yes, and we'll talk about that at some time, Joe. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure Katie wants to talk to you about that also. Hey, Kevin, before we get to uh, to other political matters, anything else in the county that you're keeping an eye on that people uh, should know about? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're we're trying in the in the controller's office. I can tell you, we're trying to take advantage of these uh, higher interest rates. Now, the interest rates. Uh, because the Federal Reserve is uh, is upping the uh, its uh, its uh, discount rate, um, is is costing us uh, in in mortgages and car loans and credit cards and every place else. Uh, that's the the downside of it. In the controller's office, we're trying to take advantage of that. However, you know, make something good of that by by investing more of our money bringing a better return for the the people of Erie County and we've been pretty successful at doing that we're uh, you know we're we're getting a lot of money um, you know we're talking well over a million dollars uh, in just the last few months uh, in interest uh, and some of that is due to the fact that the interest rates have been going up um, other reasons for that are, are include the fact that we're we're pursuing a different investment strategy than, than we have in the past few years. So uh, that's good from our perspective. Of course, that doesn't help someone who's looking for a mortgage or a car loan um, because it's hurting us there, obviously. Kevin, uh, we did a, a story on unclaimed funds through the New York State Comptroller's Office this week. Mm-hmm. Does the Erie County Comptroller's Office uh, help the state out with finding the people that are owed that money? Yeah, well, some of those people, and, and some of those people we've tried to reach before the money goes to the state uh, controller's office, uh, if if you have had your house um, uh, uh, auctioned off for taxes, you know, you can't make your tax payments and, and, and you can't make them several years, and eventually your house gets sold. Uh, and what happens with the money that we get from that auction is the, uh, the, the, the taxes are paid off. The city or the, the, the municipality, the county, the school taxes are paid off. Uh, but then there's some money left over. And that money left over is rightfully the, uh, the former owner of that home. And oftentimes people just abandon their homes and they forget about them. And eventually we take them for taxes. Uh, and if we can, you know, if we can easily find them, you know, we say, hey, we've got some money here for you, uh, which oftentimes surprises them. Sometimes those people just disappear, and we've been trying to track down some of those people. Uh, if we can't find them within a few years, then the state goes to the controller's office and it, uh, state controller's office, and it sits there, and, and they can claim their funds there. 
but again, uh, it's it's important. People need to know if their money does go, if they can't make their mortgage, if they can't pay their taxes, and the, the their their houses get uh, auctioned off for taxes, there likely will be some money there. You know, if there's twenty thousand uh, dollars in in taxes due, that'll get paid off. But if the house sells for a hundred thousand, that means there's eighty thousand dollars left over, and that eighty thousand dollars. Uh, likely belongs to the uh, the former owner, assuming there are no other liens against the house. Now, Kevin, uh, you are the Erie County Comptroller, but you also keep your eyes on politics uh, in the county, state, and nationwide. i got to ask you, what's uh, your reaction to the GOP primary that happened here on Tuesday? Well, some of us wish, you know, especially on the Democratic side, wish it could have gone on forever because they were just tearing themselves apart. Uh, but in terms of the uh, of the uh, outcome, uh, when when the lineup was uh, was first announced, uh, I I said to people who asked me about it, who do you think is going to win? I said, well, Carl uh, Carl uh, Palladino should win, but I think that Nick Langworthy will win uh, because he's more disciplined and uh, he's better organized. Uh, as the race went on, however, and I saw you know everything, it seemed that. Uh, Palladino was fairly disciplined. He didn't, you know, spout off too much, uh, give uh, give Nick too much more ammunition. The problem was, of course, there was so much old ammunition lying around uh, that Nick used against him, and and it was it was devastating. Uh, but actually, by election day, I thought that uh, I thought that Carl would win, and certainly when I saw the Erie County results coming in, uh, I thought, well, that's over. You can't get beat that bad in Erie County. Uh, and uh, and and lose the election, but that's indeed what happened. Like a lot of people, I uh, I didn't see what happened in the southern tier, at least to the extent that it did. So uh, certainly, I was a, a, a bit surprised, but you know, I, I knew anything could happen in that race. You know, and I should have stuck with my I should have stuck with my original prediction that Nick would win. Well, you know, you, you can just say that was my prediction. The, the yeah, ori- I, I'll forget about everything that happened <laughs> afterwards. And, uh, you know, if I had to bet money Tuesday morning on what would happen at the end, Tuesday night, I would have put money on, uh, on Carl Palladino. And obviously that was I was wrong, as were so many other people. Uh, now, Kevin, uh, you know, na- nationwide, obviously a lot of eyes on a midterm election. Um, the Senate and Congress both up for grabs. Uh, you know, Republicans looking good at least to take the House over, um, you know, with uh, President Biden's approval rating as low as it is. Uh, what is your outlook as a Democrat these next few months um, going into a midterm? Do you as a Democrat fear that Republicans will take one House over? Yeah, I think I think that's been the fear for a long time. I mean, with the with the problems with inflation, with Biden's low uh, approval ratings, I think uh, Democrats were were expecting the worst. Um, it now appears, however, that that there's a good chance, a better than even chance, that Democrats will hang on to the Senate, not because uh, uh, the economy has approved that much, improved that much, although it has um, a, a bit. Uh, but because of uh, but because of other factors, I think uh, one of them is the uh, the reaction to the overturning of Roe versus Wade. You have a lot of uh, female voters uh, mobilized, and other other folks who are who are pro-choice uh, mobilized and and going to come out where maybe they would have stayed home before. Uh, you also uh, you, you know you also have a bunch of bad I, I think really bad candidates. Uh, around the nation, uh, running as uh, as Republicans for Senate, uh, 
you know, the primaries, many of those primaries did not do them any favors. Uh, they came out with more extreme candidates who I think the, the Democrats can beat. So I think that, that there's a good chance that they'll that the Democrats will hang on to the Senate. The House is another thing. They do appear to have a path to retain control of the House, uh, but I certainly wouldn't bet money on it. Uh, but it's possible now. Things are certainly better than they were a few months ago. And I think you saw some of that the other night right here in New York State, uh, where you saw in a special election, uh, you know, you had the special election in the 23rd, um, and I don't think there's any surprise that uh, that the Demo- or the Republicans took that one. But you also had a, 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 a another special election where Ulster County Executive Democrat Pat Ryan defeated Mark Molinaro, uh, a former county executive himself and a, uh, a former gubernatorial candidate. I don't think people were predicting that. Uh, and I think that that certainly will hearten Democrats. Uh, will it be enough? Will those sorts of things be enough to keep the House? You know, again, I'm not betting on it, uh, but I do think Democrats will keep the Senate. And if you had your choice of which house to keep, uh, you'd want the Senate because of the confirmation power, not only in judges, uh, for, for judges, Supreme Court judges and others, but for other uh, other appointments. You mentioned extreme candidates um, being winning their primaries. Do you think, you know, throughout the country, we see that on both sides of the aisle. Uh, do you think that's hurting both parties, having extreme candidates win in these primaries? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think I, 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 I certainly think it's hurting both parties, um, but I think more, more importantly, it's hurting the country. Uh, you know, so many of these districts are are gerrymandered so that it's a Republican district or it's a Democratic district. So the fight is not in the general election. The fight for that uh, seat is in the in, in the primaries. Uh, and so you get extreme candidates because, uh, you know, liberals dominate Democratic primaries and extreme conservatives dominate Republican primaries for the most part. Uh, and when you get that in the mix, that means the way you win a Republican primary is you run hard to the right and you win a Democratic party or party primary by running hard to the left, which gives us candidates uh, way out on the wings. Uh, and since you know, there's no one to oppose them who has a chance in the general election in most cases uh, because of the way the districts are drawn. Um, you get uh, you get a Congress composed of really, uh, really conservatives, uh, Republicans and really, con- really liberal Democrats. And uh, there's there's not uh, not a lot of compromise in there. You know, long, long gone are the uh, the uh, uh, people, the moderates of either party. Uh, you know, who can compromise? So you get this extreme politics, and it's it's not good. It's not good for the country. And, and Kevin, we've talked about this on the air. We've talked about this off the air, too. And, you know, the, the, the divisive nature of Washington, Albany, just politics in general, mm-hmm. it, it's on social media. It's coming out of the mouths of uh, people who are elected, again, on both sides of the aisle. Uh, you know, what is the... How do we get back? It doesn't seem like that long ago. Um, you know, I, I'll say when I was in high school that, hey, we could have disagreements. But, I mean, it, it's to the point now where Sidney Sweeney, who's an actress, can't post a picture of a family gathering without someone making it a political statement. I, I mean, how did we get this, this divisive? And, and what is the start to get back to where parties are? We're, we're all Americans. We just, you know, have different policy agreements. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's. It's sad. I mean, it's 
the, what we talked about earlier, our politics are so polarizing because of the way the districts are drawn, because, you know, it's either extreme, extreme right or extreme left candidates who are getting elected. No compromise in there. Couple that with social media, which even outside of politics is just just disgusting. You know, we had I'm, I'm sure you can remember when you first heard about this thing called Facebook and you said, oh, my God, you can do that. Oh, I'll try to be able to catch up with all my friends and follow them and post this and that. And, oh, it'll be so nice. Well, you know, uh, be careful for what you wish, because uh, it, it, it didn't turn out uh, as nice as we had hoped. Um, so you got that out there. And, you know, you, you would like to see a return to decency. And, and you know, you're not seeing it. Uh, the trend keeps going in the wrong direction. Oftentimes, unfortunately, what, what oftentimes pulls us together is a crisis, and oftentimes it's international in nature, and it's terrible. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, those of us who are old enough, which it doesn't seem that long ago, but my students at Canisius College, you know, the freshmen weren't alive on 9-11, but uh, perhaps you can remember what it was like. Uh, you were a lot younger than I was, obviously, uh, the day after 9-11, on 9-12. Um, you know, regardless of whether we were Democrat, Republican, whatever, we were Americans first. And, you know, it was we were, we, we were respectful and we were nice to one another uh, for a time. Um, and it's unfortunate that it took a 9-11 to get us there, uh, but it had that effect. Um, and, uh, and, and that was important. Um, and I fear that, you know, that's the only thing that can get us back there is something bad and, and you don't want that obviously. So you're, you know, you're, you're stuck where you are. I'll, I'll tell you this, Kevin, you know, I, I was just at the nine 11 Memorial a few uh, weeks ago and you go and you walk around there and the feelings of that day after rush back. And maybe that's what people need just to go and, and visit and be reminded of, you know, yeah. how we were attacked. And, you know, the more divisive we are makes, a, it makes us more vulnerable to attacks like that. I can remember the day after 9-11 going into work at Canisius College. It was a Wednesday morning, and I was coming off the, the, uh, the ramp from the 290 West onto the I-90, on 190 South. And the day before, it was people racing one another to try to get in, cutting one another off. And it was so slow, it was so solemn, and people were like, here, you go in, you know, letting people in and waving to people. And it was, you know, it was, uh, we were all stunned still, um, but we were all together. We were on the same team. Um, and, 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 you know, we've obviously gone away from that, but it took something like that to, to pull all of us together. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 